Hello, 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 and welcome to another wonderful, wonderful episode of Be More Super the Podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and we've got a great episode this week with the wonderful Adrian Ray, who is a wonderful actress all the way in sunny, well, I don't know, it might not be, but sunny LA, and with the power of technology, we're going to be chatting to her about her new show. She's the leading lady of Vagrant Queen on sci-fi. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. And of course, if you do enjoy these podcasts, please like, share, and subscribe, and share the love so we can continue getting some awesome, awesome guests. Like coming up, we have got the wonderful uh, Bobby Hanton, who is the stunt double for Chris Hemsworth in all the Thor movies, Avengers. And we've also got Jack Gill, who is an award-winning stunt coordinator, second unit director. And he was the stunt double for John Schneider in Dukes of Hazard. He was a gentleman that jumped the cars as well as Knight Rider. Uh, you know, when you saw the car with no one in there, Jack was really in there driving the car. And he's worked on many films like Bad Boys, Fast and the Furious um, Saga. So listen in, subscribe, and don't miss an episode. And as always, our podcast is brought to you by the wonderful people at Prop Store of London. So check out their website, propstore.com, and get your hands on a production-used piece of movie memorabilia, movie magic. So check it out, propstore.com. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Welcome to Be More Super, the podcast. Up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. An action-packed podcast where we'll discuss all things entertainment. They're the answer to are we alone in the universe? Conventions, prop collecting, cosplay, interviews, reviews, and so much more. The show starts with host Brian Gardner right now. Adrian Ray, thank you so much for coming on on the show. I'm very, very excited. Um, the reason for that is because last week um, there was a new show that fell on sci-fi here in the UK, um, and it was called Vagrant Queen, and you play a yeah. leader. Um, if you could tell the listeners a bit about the show, a bit of a teaser of what we've got to expect. Well, it's a show that is about a teen or a child orphan, not, let me go back, <laughs> it's about a child who was a part of a monarchy, she was a queen, and then the monarchy was overthrown by the republic, so then she became um, a scavenger, she was just out in the world by herself trying to figure out how to survive and things like that, and after becoming a scavenger, she made some friends, and um, she had a friend and someone named Isaac, he ended up betraying her and they stopped being friends. And then years later, months later, he comes to her and tells her that he knows that her mother is still alive. Mm-hmm. So that kind of helped the whole journey into them finding her mother now. And and I've got to say the pilot definitely, definitely sets the tone for the series. I can't I can't wait till episode two that drops um, tomorrow at nine o'clock. Um, it's got very 80s feel to it, but it's full of action, full of comedy, one-liners, li- and what a great cast. Um, how did you actually get the role of a leader? 
I um I self taped for it actually because our showrunner and director for the first two episodes she was in South Africa scouting and things like that so I had to self tape for it and I got the audition and I got the sides and I immediately clicked with her with Alita and I was just so stoked because you know the role had action it had comedy and it had drama so it was like all the things I've ever dreamed of having all in one you know character yeah and I did the self tape for it and then we got notes back within like a day or so. I was like super excited because that's a fast turnaround, especially for the time difference. Yeah, of course. And yeah, so then we did the uh, we did the callback audition via self tape as well with the notes. And I would say about four days later, four or five days later, we got, I got a call saying, "Can I speak to Alita?" <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "Oh." Are you serious? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. And then how soon from finding out that you had the role of a leader uh, to actually start filming? I found out, um, I believe, in May. And I, we started filming the beginning of July. I remember I left for South Africa July 1st. Yeah. So, yeah, and I got there around the 2nd or 3rd and then... We hit the ground running with fittings and prosthetics, fittings and things like that. It wasn't it wasn't a, a huge turnaround because I was also still filming White as a Feather. But um, yeah, it was it was just a hopping from job to job, which was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to ask ask you where the series was filmed, but obviously you've just answered South Africa, and what a beautiful country. South Africa oh. is. I mean, I spent a month and a half there vis- visiting family a few years back. And I've got to say, it's absolutely beautiful. Did, did you go anywhere in South Africa sightseeing? Or? Well, it was, it was quite difficult. We, um, we shot six-day work weeks. So Monday through Saturday, I was on set working. So I kind of only had Sunday to be free, but I still had to do stuff for work. So I didn't go sightsee as much as I wanted. Um, but I did, you know, go to the aquarium by the uh, waterfront. Yeah, I visited some of the nice uh, f- farmers markets, some of the beaches. Um, it was, it was just I, I went and seen some of those things. But I would love to be able to go and go to a safari. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, amazing. I never, I never went up to the uh, the safari side. I went up to like Stellenbosch and did the wine route. And talking about a leader, a leader, I've got to say, watching the first episode, I would not want to cross her. Are you much <laughs> like a leader, or are you completely different? Um, I think that there's similarities and contrast in all of my characters that I play with yeah. a leader. Um, she's just outwardly direct and badass whereas i'm a bit more uh, reserved than her i'm actually quite an introvert and, and shy so uh we're different in that way but um in the way of like holding family and loyalty and friends really close we're very similar in that way yeah um it is, she's, she's like an alter ego you know she's just like say what she needs to say and wants to say and then kicks ass and it's really refreshing to see a woman in a leading role that's so confident and so sassy, as they say. And it's just great. And it reminds me, you know, I'm a big fan of Firefly and, and, and series like that. And I've got to say, it's got that that feel to it where 
after the pilot, I mean, I think in the States, you're on episode three now. So I haven't watched or listened to any spoilers because, you know what, I want I want to enjoy it myself. Um, mm. And, you know, the relationships are starting to, uh, to blossom even in the first one. And I've got to say, you've got a character in the first episode that... Um, I don't want to spoil it for anyone that hasn't seen the pilot yet because obviously they can get it on catch-up on many formats here in the UK. Uh, but you've got a little character. Um, if, I, if I remember rightly, uh, the name is Nim. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I love Nim. <laughs> oh, I want to keep Nim. I want to take Nim home. And he's just <laughs> such a great character. Obviously, this is all sci-fi, but it's so great stories I can see developing were you a sci-fi fan before going because looking at your past work it is not sci-fi <laughs> uh, it's far from it it's very gritty um were you a sci-fi fan when you auditioned for you know have you always been a sci-fi fan well I, I wasn't as deep into it as I am now right but i like things like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I loved Thor. I loved Iron Man, Captain America. All of those people in the Marvel universe. Yeah, um, loved the Joker. You know, some of the DC characters. I wasn't as familiar with DC as I was with Marvel, but um, in the in that type of realm, comic realm, I was familiar with that. Sci-fi realm, I would say I wasn't. I didn't grow up really into it, and I wasn't I wasn't so um, diehard into it. But I've, I've learned to appreciate it so much more now. <laughs> <laughs> and and would you consider more sci-fi characters in the future after filming this? Oh, of course! Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's a great space. And with yourself, you've got a great cast. You know, a lot of people are going to uh, recognize Tim. Uh, Rosen from Winona Earp Um, Mm -hmm. he looks an absolute joker Uh, is he quite funny on set is he very you know playing lots of tricks on you and and causing trouble you know what's funny is Tim is uh, hilarious but he's also super chill so it's it's funny how he can just turn it on for for the character of Isaac I mean in between takes Tim, Tim is reading books and, and playing chess and then he comes <laughs> and he's ready to like go and, and he just nails this comedic timing so perfectly so it's, <laughs> it's 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 quite a contrast and it's really interesting and fun to see him just jump into character and be able to do that <laughs> and who was the most annoying on set who was the most in a funny way of course i'm not gonna <laughs> get you to spill anything horrible but who was the most <laughs> annoying person on set hmm I would have to say, I, I think it would be maybe our, well, you know, for us as the cast members, it's always the AD that gets, you know, they get all the the bad, you know, stuff from us because they're, they're the ones who have to keep us on schedule and they can't have, let us have too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have to just go with the ADs for that reason. But I love their but they always you know you'll be laughing and giggling and they'll be like okay enough enough we gotta go keep going next next scene <laughs> a quick game face um yeah um, so what what was the first day on on set like for you because the sets i've got to say are off the charts they look amazing and the set dressing the costumes the makeup i think is top notch um what was your first day like 
like I told you, I'm an introvert. I'm very shy. So I was so, I was, I was so scared my first day. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm a leading lady. Oh gosh, this is real. This is really real. It like all set in. I remember a moment when I, we're on the sand, our first scene that we shot, um, I was falling into uh, the scene and uh, it was just like, wow, okay, this is really, whew, it's happening. And I was just super nervous. My mother was there with me. I had gotten her to come with me to South Africa for a little while I filmed. And I just remember Jim being, Jim is our showrunner. She was the director for those uh, first two episodes as well. I remember her just being so delightful and, and so comforting that I felt a lot better after I got to know everyone and everyone was just super supportive. Yeah. But the first day was really fun, and I had a fight scene that day. And after the fight scene, I was like, okay, whew, now that that's over, I'm, it's just like punching someone just gives you a different level of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and during the fight scenes, um, what sort of training did you do beforehand? Because a leader is very, very good at the kicks and the punches. Uh, <laughs> you know, did you know that before? Um you know filming or did you get trained into doing all that i was trained into doing it because unfortunately i was filming not unfortunately it was great that i was filming lies of feather but you know when you're filming another show it's hard to um jump into martial arts or a full-on training for another show after that yeah so um i didn't quite have the time to be able to like get a trainer here in america full-on for martial arts but i did start doing you know, a lot of my physical training and getting myself into some agility and dynamic training. And luckily, the stunts coordinator and personal trainers in South Africa and on our cast and crew, they were just amazing. And they really helped me get in tune with my fight, inner fighter. <laughs> and um, we got me to a place where it was, you know, it, it looked pretty decent to me. And, you know, I'm still working on it. I still train and um making sure that it looks even better obviously being a leading lady uh, how does that feel because you've been um you know guest stars on 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 many shows in the u.s but now i th I, I think this is is definitely catapulted you uh, globally because of sci-fi and it being available in the U uk as well What's it like being a leading lady now and, and knowing that your your face and your acting uh, is going to be seen everywhere? Um, wait a... You really... That, I didn't, didn't set until you just said all that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that I feel, feel very grateful. Um, it's a learning experience every day, you know. Things that I used to see people do for, you know, celebrities people are doing for me now like fan art and and caring about what i post and just loving like my eyebrows or things like that <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, a new space and i'm taking it every day with you know everything that comes with it but i'm so grateful and it's it's exciting and i know that at the same time um i'm holding i'm opening the door and holding it open for other people to walk through as well other leading ladies other women of um, color you know um i think it's all super important that i make sure i keep that in perspective as well as yeah. okay a lead lady now and and it's trailblazing as well so it's exciting um and it's it's a Brand new place for me. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I'm really excited for you. And you, you were born in Delaware, uh, mm -hmm. in the states, which 
Uh, I've also been to. I've been to quite a few places in the States. Am I right in saying Delaware is where Rehoboth Beach is? Yes, you are. Yes, I've been to Rehoboth <laughs> Beach. I have actually burnt the bottom of my feet in summertime when I was getting an ice cream and I tried to look a bit cool, got off my towel and literally hopped all the way to the ice cream person. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, it's absolutely beautiful, beautiful place. What gets a, um, a, a young lady from Delaware all the way to L.A.? I mean, did you always want to be, you know, an actor? No, um Coming from where I come from, my town is a very small population, six, seven thousand. And um, I actually, for for Hoboth, I believe this population is more, but I, I lived in Rehoboth for a little while. Oh, as wow. Well. Okay. Yeah. So I went to school in Rehoboth actually for a little while. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, it's, it's just different. I didn't really have the arts. We had band, we had choir, but. It wasn't a big theater program at my school. I thought that people in the TV were literally people in TV. And was <laughs> I didn't know it was possible I could be in there too. Wow. Um, I, I bet it's blown your mind now, realizing, it, how did they get me in that TV? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I literally, when I seen my, my first commercial for Vagrant, I was just, you know, I had the TV on sci-fi. Wasn't expecting it. And I, I heard my voice, and I turned around. And I was like, "That's me!" <laughs> <laughs> and, and what and what did you think of uh, the Mike Tyson uh, video that that I saw of him watching the trailer? That it was just oh man! I was like, "Are you serious?" I literally was just like screaming, fangirling, and screaming. Mike Tyson! Mike Tyson is watching me before <laughs> I know how awesome is that. Um, has he tweeted you? Has he contacted you? Contacted you since? Um, you know, post posting that video. Yes, he he actually has said that he would like to do a guest star in season two. What? So we're <laughs> going to try to get that to happen. That Could you imagine awesome. an alien? <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely awesome. Um, so yeah, so you know. Grow, growing up in Delaware, coming to LA, you know, what has been your biggest challenge? Uh, because, you know, acting is quite a, you've got to look a certain way uh, because I've done a few films and TV here in the UK and, you know, I've stopped now because it's, it. you know, me personally uh, in the, U, the UK, literally you can line up for a casting call. Uh, you could be there with, with your photo and then the casting director will come down the line and li literally point you, you, you in the room. The rest can go home. And you haven't even opened your mouth. You haven't even done your piece. Uh, and, you know, the amount of auditions I've been to like that is unbelievable. So, oh, wow. you know, how challenging has it been for you in this industry, especially in the States? Um, you, you know, getting these 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 parts. What what has been the highs and the lows for you? I mean, it's it's been a super up and down roller coaster ride. I'll say that. And acting in itself is a very challenging career. I mean, like you said, those the audition process. It's. I mean, once you get on set, yeah, those things are challenging. But honestly. It's the audition process that really takes you through these like mental and emotional whirlwinds when people do things like what you said, like when they're like, you, you, you. But 
in the, in the U.S. here, they'll see you in the room and they'll be like, oh, that was nice. <laughs> you can do a great job. But really, they already know that they're looking for somebody that has blonde hair and your hair is brown. But they're just seeing you to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's it's something where you go in there and you're like, dang, I worked so hard. I worked on this audition for three days all day. I didn't eat. Like, like you just go through this whole thing and you go in there for five minutes and they never wanted you in the first place, but they're just doing it to be nice. So it kind of, it can alter your mental, you know, it can make you feel less than or like you're not good enough. So it's, it's been a journey. I think that's been the most challenging part is getting my mental state to a point where I am creating because I love to create and yeah. I'm auditioning because I want to show someone like, hey, you need me. I need you. I can create this. If it works for you, cool. And it doesn't destroy me if it doesn't work for them. Um, it's, it's a whole new level of like self love and, um, mental stability that you, you know, go through and you gain as you audition and you, you get your own process and you learn yourself more. I think that was the most challenging part for me. Yeah. Uh, who do you look up to in the industry, uh, currently or when you were grow, grow, growing up, who did you aspire to? I look up to, there's four actors that I always say. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch is my favorite actor. Really? British? Yes, uh, like it. Yes. Jim Carrey. Okay. Amazing. Uh, Viola Davis. Yep. And Debbie Allen. Right. And and why? why? Why do you look up to them? Is it just because of their acting? Is it anything else? Well, I mean, um, it's it's... Their work is classic and timeless and amazing. Yeah. Um, the way that they go about the craft is amazing, and they build these actual characters. I love how they each dive completely into characters. And, you know, um, we know it's Jim Carrey, or we know it's Benedict that's playing this character, but that character is completely different than another character. Like, Sherlock Holmes is completely different than Doctor Strange. Yes. And I love that. Um, as far as them as, you know, individuals, I love how they stand on their own two feet and they're very independent and they have, they still have, you know, their good moral compass about them and they're still trailblazing and, and just the over they overall feel like great people to me who do great things for the world and to push everyone forward in a positive direction at all times. Yeah. And and have you met any of your your um, role models at all? <laughs> I met Debbie Allen in the elevator, <laughs> yeah. and I freaked out. I was um <laughs> I was in the elevator with her going to Women of Hollywood, and yeah. we were in um, we were at Soho House, and she got on the last minute, and she had this pink furry purse, and I was like, I was in my head, I was like, oh my god, it's her, oh my god, it's her. And then I was like, I just turned, I had to say something to her. So I turned around and go, I really love your purse. And she goes, oh, honey, thank you. Look at your face. It's beautiful. <laughs> so so the question is, because there's a, a little birdie that told me that potentially you uh, could be getting a music career in the future. But if they remade fame, would you go for it? <laughs> do, do, do you know what it's a classic movie i think you know with remakes i think a lot of the time they 
just ruin them. They really do. But I think it's about time for fame to get sort of, sort of you know, uh, you know, a new a newness about about it. They need to bring it back because you know, for people my age, uh, you know, and a bit younger, they'll remember fame. And what an Im- an impact! And it's just, you know, the video of them dancing on the cars and everything like that. It was just yeah. amazing, and ov- ov- obviously Deb- Debbie in that was awesome. Um, you know, going back to um, you know the the interview of why you're here for for a leader. <laughs> We're going off on a tangent now, uh, putting the world to rights. Um, you, you, if you had to put this series into uh, you know three words. You, what words would would they be? Fun. Yep. Heartwarming. Yes. And badass. <laughs> yes. Do you know what? I absolutely, I, I can't say it enough. Um, you know, I, I hope all the best for you. I think you're amazing in the pilot. I really, really do. And I really look forward to, because the pilot, I've got to say, always for any show, sets... Uh, you know the scene it sets the characters and it's it's always going to get better and better and better because you get invested within that show mm-hmm. and within those characters um without spoiling anything is there anything that we can look forward to that if anyone's seen episode 1 of maybe what could be happening because i noticed there was a bit of a cheeky little glance between you and the engineer <laughs> Um, I, me being a man, I'm quite amazed. And you know, I noticed that. But there was a cheeky little glance. Uh, could there be something going on in the future? Um, I would say look forward to some Amita action. That is our hashtag that people have come <laughs> up with. Okay. Um, I, what I'll say is look for Alita. How she acts when amazed, not looking at her. Okay. I don't really tell you. Right. Um, and also, some some little teasers. Everyone isn't who you think they are, Ooh. and and it's really going to take you for a loop this season. Oh wow! And do we know if there's going to be a second season? We don't know yet, but we are we are saying it and believing it, and I'm hoping that it comes true. So we need to start a hashtag campaign already. So all yeah. the listeners need to start hashtag Vagrant Queen Season 2 or something of that sort. I'm sure we'll yeah. sort it out. But um, thank you so much, Adrian, for the lovely interview. I do apologise if I sound a bit bunged up. I've got a blocked nose, unfortunately. It's nothing oh. serious. <laughs> but I've had it all day and I've been trying to get rid of it. <laughs> Because I sound, 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 no, you don't have to apologise. It's not your fault. Um, so what's so what's next for you? Quickly before uh, we wrap the interview up, what is next for you? Uh, because with everything going on, it's it's kind of hard uh, to get out there um, as such. But what's what's next for you after Vacant Queen? Well, the next thing, since everything's kind of on hold right now and up in the air, I'm kind of letting um, that go and letting, you know, letting it run its course. And I'll make announcements based on, you know, when things are up and running and everything's starting again. But in another realm, I actually am getting my scholarship fund up and running 
uh, my me, uh, media company, Love and Light Media LLC, uh, we are doing a heart and soul scholarship. Oh wow! And that scholarship, uh, the heart part of it, is you know um, a scholarship for students who are less fortunate and they are interested in things like physician assistant occupational therapy, pre-med, nursing, things like that. You know, our frontline workers who are essential, who are like killing it right now. We're also grateful for them. Thank you to all of our frontline workers. Thank you so much. Um, But that scholarship is for them since I used to be a medical laboratory scientist and studied in physician assistant studies. And then the sole portion uh, is for, you know, people who want to go to school for, Directing and acting and cinematography and <laughs> editing, things like that. So it's giving back to both aspects um, of my careers that have helped me. And I want to be able to help those in need. So that's next up for us. Wow. It seems like you've got it all sort of sorted. I know that you're going to be a massive star. Um, <laughs> and I can always say, hey, I've interviewed her on Be More Super, the podcast. Um, but just one last thing before you go. If you had to choose between Batman or Superman, who would you choose and why? I would choose Superman. I'm always going to choose powers. Yes. <laughs> yes. And do you know what? I'm really excited because um, with the new, um, you know, Superman com- com- coming out, you had Michael B. Jordan that was up rumoured for Superman, which after oh. after Creed, I just think it would be awesome. So, fingers crossed, Michael B. Jordan, I think it would be awesome as Superman, yes. after Henry Cavill, of course. But Adrian Ray, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. All the best. Stay safe. And uh, for all the listeners, um, get on it. See, uh, episode one is already been out. You can catch it on Sci-Fi, and episode two is out tomorrow, and it's on Wednesday nights at nine o'clock in the UK. Adrian, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you for having me, and you stay safe as well. You've been listening to Be More Super, the podcast. It was kind of a crazy, fun experience. I love the show, guys. You're awesome. Listen, my whole family loves it, man. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit the subscribe button and share it with your super friends. My world, it means hope.